Good afternoon. I'm Carmina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Well, it's official. Marinduca Representative Lord Alan Velasco is the new Speaker of the Philippine House of Representatives. 186 lawmakers voted for Velasco, ratifying Monday's election at a sports plaza in Quezon City. In his first address as Speaker, Velasco committed to uphold the integrity of Congress. Velasco also took a swipe at his rival, Alan Peter Cayetano, again accusing him of make that sparking all the turmoil at the lower chamber. The change in leadership comes ahead of this afternoon's 2021 budget deliberations. The interest of our people, especially at this time of COVID-19 pandemic and the concomitant crisis it has spawned, is being sacrificed before the altar of personal greed and political ambition. Our countrymen need no further proof of this than the whimsical, illogical, irregular, and immoral attempt to suspend lower house deliberations until November 16, 2021, for no apparent reason other than to perpetuate the holding of the ruling clique. Our people cannot wait. And they do not deserve to wait even more. Sim simply because someone's political plans are now in peril. Velasco's predecessor, Alan Peter Cayetano, yields, announcing his resignation as a leader of the lower chamber. On Facebook, Cayetano apologized to President Rodrigo Duterte for supposedly misunderstanding the term-sharing agreement with Velasco. Cayetano says he did not immediately step down from his post because he thought Duterte wanted him to finish the 2021 budget first. Moving forward, he expressed his willingness to cooperate with the new leadership at the House of Representatives. Totoo, hindi nakikilam ang Pangulo sa day-to-day -day operations ng Kongreso. So, um, ang, ang pagkaalam ko po talaga, I was to handle the budget. And I was told uh, until uh, matapos yung budget para walang disruption. And I invited Congressman Velasco to join me. So, Mr. President, if I made a mistake, mali ang reading ko, misunderstood ko na gusto mong ituloy at tapusin ko ang budget, ako'y humihingi ng paumanhin. Hindi ko intention never na hindi ka sundin. Mga kababayan and uh, sa mga supporters ko, sa lahat ng nagdadasal para sa akin, we're okay, we will continue to help. But right now, uh, verbally, I am tendering my irrevocable resignation as the Speaker of the House of the Republic of the Philippines. So ang pakiusap ko sa mga kasama ko, 3 o'clock ang notice ng session. At 3 o'clock, elect your new speaker and pass the budget. Okay? Elect your new speaker and pass the budget. Sa mga staff ko na nakikinig, I'm sorry, I was not able to talk to you personally. Medyo magbalot-balot na kayo dyan sa opisina para walang masabi sa atin. We will be okay. We will uh, convert uh, our staff and office to a charitable group and continue to help uh, our people. Hindi tayo magiging balakid. 
Malacanang extends its congratulations to the new House Speaker, Lord Alan Velasco. Velasco and Cayetano were supposed to meet with President Duterte this afternoon to talk about the proposed 2021 budget, which had been affected by the leadership row between the two. Palace spokesman Harry Roque says he is glad the issue has already been resolved, but he asserts it was not the president who convinced lawmakers to vote for Velasco. Congratulations po to Congressman Lord Alan Velasco as the new Speaker of the House. Our consistent position has been it is the House of Representatives that will choose their leaders. And if it has been ratified, then it is Speaker Lord Alan Velasco. In other news, a Manila court has granted detained activist Reina Nasino a three-day furlough to visit the wake and attend the burial of her baby who passed away a few days ago. Mike Navallo now joins us live with details. Mike, go ahead. Hi, Carmina. Lawyers and advocates are hailing a Manila court ruling granting a three-day furlough to detained activist Reina Nasino to visit the wake of her dead baby and attend the burial on Friday. Manila Regional Trial Court Branch 47 Judge Paulino Gallegos allowed 23-year-old Reina May Nasino to step outside the Manila City Jail for three days starting Wednesday and spend it with her deceased three-month-old baby River Emmanuel. River died on Friday due to pneumonia almost two months after she was separated from her mother who is currently detained at the Manila City Jail. Nasino's lawyer Josa Deinla from the National Union of People's lawyers said they welcomed the ruling and hailed it as the longest in recent memory that was granted to a political detainee. Deinla said the prosecutor did not oppose the motion but set certain conditions such as the submission of reverse, of reverse death certificate, Nasino's itinerary and provisions for the escorts who will accompany her when she leaves the Manila City Jail for a funeral home in Pandacan, Manila. The ruling was made in open court but a copy of the order will be released Wednesday. A copy of that order will be served by a sheriff on jail authorities. Now, the closest comparison, Carmina, to Nasino's furlough is the three-hour furlough given to suspected New People's Army leader Andrea Rosal in May 2014, uh, whose newborn daughter died a day after she was born due to oxygen deficiency in the blood. A group of uh, supporters of political prisoners, Kapatid, said they hope that this ruling will pave the way for treat same of similar treatment to other political prisoners. Nasino was arrested in November last year at the office of the Bagong Alianza sa Makabayan, allegedly, allegedly part of the more than 60 arrested on the basis of a search warrant, part of an alleged crackdown of the government against the left and leftist groups. Carmina? All right, Mike, talk us through what's going to happen. As soon as that order is handed down, how soon can Reina leave uh, the prison and make her way to the wake of her baby? Carmina, we understand that uh, the ruling, a copy of the ruling, will have to be served on authorities of the Manila City Jail, after which, as soon as all the provisions for escorts are made, she can immediately leave the jail and proceed to the funeral home in Pandacan, Manila. And we understand that she will be staying there, she will be spending even the night there for three consecutive days until the funeral on Friday afternoon at the Manila North Cemetery. So these, are the, uh, uh, these are the arrangements that's been uh, uh, discussed uh, during the hearing this morning. Carmina. All right, so any time now we'll be able to see this painful reunion between mother and child. 
We understand, Carmina, that the order will be released tomorrow, Wednesday. So we, uh, we expect that reunion happening tomorrow and that will last for the next three days. Carmina? Thanks a lot. Mike Navalio there joining us on the line. Thanks, Mike. Moving on, the Philippines recorded over 3,500 new infections Monday, the country's highest single-day COVID-19 tally in over three weeks. This raises the total number of infections to more than 342,800, some 43,000 of which are considered active cases. The Philippines is among the top 20 countries with the most number of coronavirus cases. But both the Philippine Health Department and the World Health Organization say this is not reflective of the country's current situation. The WHO notes many of the sick have already recovered. It also cites the larger testing capacity of the Philippines compared to other countries in the region. One of the highest profile efforts to contain the global pandemic delayed. Johnson & Johnson has temporarily paused the clinical trials of its potential COVID-19 vaccine due to an unexplained illness in a participant. The company did not elaborate on the illness due to privacy concerns, but it said its clinical and safety physicians, as well as an independent data and safety monitoring board, are reviewing and evaluating the case. J&J &J added such pauses are normal in big trials, which can include Include tens of thousands of people. The results of the company's 60,000-person trial were expected by the end of the year or early 2021. Last month, J&J said its experimental COVID-19 vaccine produced a strong immune response against the novel coronavirus in its early to mid-stage clinical trial. U.S. President Donald Trump returns to the campaign trail for the first time since he announced his COVID-19 diagnosis last October 2. Trump appeared without a mask at an outdoor rally in Florida and talked about so his recovery from the illness. I went through it. Now they say I'm immune. I can feel I feel so powerful. I'll walk into that audience. I'll walk in there. I'll kiss everyone in that audience. I'll kiss the guys and the beautiful women and them. Everybody, I'll just give you a big fat kiss. No, but there is something nice. I don't have to be locked up in my basement, and I wouldn't allow that to happen anyway. I wouldn't allow it to happen. When you're the president, you can't lock yourself in a basement and say, I'm not going to bother with the world. Hours before the rally, the White House said Trump was no longer infectious after he tested negative for COVID-19. But Dr. Sean Conley did not say when those tests were done. New polls show Trump's rival, Joe Biden, building momentum in Wisconsin and Pennsylvania. Polls also show a competitive race in Ohio, where Biden campaigned on Monday. The shouting match he engaged in. When he was asked by a Fox reporter, not a left-wing somebody or other, would he condemn white supremacy? Never answered the question. I said, what about, well, what about those guys that you, in fact, talk about all the time? Those boys talks about. He said, well, I would just tell them to stand back and stand by. Neighbors I worked in the black community in Delaware, that's called a dog whistle. A Filipino healthcare professional in the United Kingdom was awarded the British Empire Medal for tireless work during the COVID-19 pandemic. 
Minnie Klepax works as matron for ophthalmology at the Royal Bournemouth Hospital and leads the hospital's Black, Asian and Minority Ethnic Network. She has extended her support to the Filipino community outside her work during this pandemic by cooking meals for colleagues recovering from COVID-19. In a tweet, Klepax thanked her family, friends and colleagues who supported her and encouraged everyone to make a difference. Among those who congratulated Klepex were British Ambassador to the Philippines Daniel Proust and Philippine Foreign Secretary Teodoro Loxin Jr. Klepex arrived in the UK from the Philippines as a teenager and she's been working at the Royal Bournemouth Hospital for 19 years. And that'll do it for today. Thanks for joining us. I'm Carbina Constantino. If you want to revisit today's episode, Dateline Philippines podcast is on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Play back the interviews too on ANC's YouTube channel. Keep safe, everyone, as you keep it here on the news channel.